Canelo Alvarez versus Rocky Fielding. Post-fight thoughts. Dun-dun-dun! Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. As usual, before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys, you can hit me up on Twitter at FightJunkie.com. Listen to me on Anchor.fm, and of course, subscribe to the YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash FightJunkie2006. So Canelo just finished winning his 168-pound title. It went pretty much like we thought it would. Rocky went down. Rocky got up. Rocky went down. Rocky got up. Rocky went down. Rocky got up. Rocky went down. The ref stopped the fight. That's what we thought going in when uh, when we mentioned it in our pre-fight podcast. And if you guys are listening to this on YouTube, as always, you can click that icon in the upper right corner and that will link back to the original podcast pre-fight prediction. I said Rocky was tough and he wasn't going to quit. On social media, a lot of people were saying that you know he was taking a knee and that he quit. He was looking for a way out. I truthfully don't see it that way. If you've ever been hit with a body shot in your life, you know exactly what I'm talking about. They will send you down like that. And it's an involuntary reaction. You just go down. I don't think he was looking for a way out. He could have just stayed down. Uh, I know some people mentioned he was looking at his corner and stuff like that. I think that was probably more just looking at them saying, hey, I'm okay. You know, don't stop the fight. I'm going to get up. I think that was just a communication thing between them. I don't think he was looking, you know, for an easy way out. Like I said, I think he could have taken that any opportunity. Even the right hand to the uh, chin that he took that dropped him. He could have just stayed down there. He didn't. He got up. Uh, it was just, it was he was overmatched. I mean, it happens. The line was wide. We saw that going in. Um, we looked at the overall skill set, and there just wasn't a lot of areas where Rocky could compete with him. I always try to give you guys both sides, and in the pre-fight podcast, when I was saying how would Rocky win this fight, I had a very tough time because I really couldn't see him winning the fight. Ultimately, he did what he could do, which was stand and trade, and honestly, that was the, the best he could do. That's what I thought going in. Like, how could he possibly win? You'd have to catch Canelo with something. There's no way he was going to outbox him. He's just too slow. You could see that with the way the fight played out. His long body and reach really didn't mean much because he's so slow. Canelo was easily able just to walk him down and get inside. And once he started hurting him, all the steam was gone, so he had no choice but to stand there. And then the writing was on the wall. It was just a matter of time. He got dropped literally in every single round and twice in the last round. If the ref wouldn't have waved it off, I believe he would have gotten back up. He's just that type of fighter. He is a gritty fighter. That's why I don't think the criticisms of him quitting or even going down are fair. If you get hit with a body shot in the right spot, you're going down. You don't need power to put somebody down with a body shot. That's one of the reasons I'm always talking about Tevin Farmer, who's not a big puncher, and also fought in the undercard or the zone card, but to go to the body because you can score knockouts there. But overall, Canelo did what he was supposed to do. I don't think anybody's shocked. I'm sure there's people out there who definitely picked him as we picked him inside and probably early. I said if he was on and everything was working right, it was probably going to end before the first six rounds. He got him out of there pretty quick. 
And he did what he was supposed to do. I mean, there's not a lot we can talk about, really. There's not a lot that we can gauge off of this performance. It was very one-sided. It was a mismatch on paper going in. It was a mismatch in the actual fight. He picked up the belt. I still don't like him at 168 pounds. I think a fight with uh, Callum Smith would be much more difficult than what you saw tonight. Callum has proved a lot more at 168 pounds than Rocky ever did. And he's another big guy, but he's got good punching power and better skills than Rocky. So I think that would be a, a much tougher fight for Canelo than the Rocky fight was. But what is that really saying? I mean, this fight was nothing. It looked almost like a sparring match. So there's not a lot we can take out of this other than I do believe he should go back down to 160. He said after the fight he's planning on doing that, but he was going to talk to his team and see. I just really think that's the right weight for him right now. Yeah, he has to cut a little bit, but I want him to get greedy sitting up there at 168 pounds and then fighting the Giants all the time because sometimes with a guy that has decent enough skills and the size comes into play where they can do stuff that the smaller guys can't. Of course, there's a Triple G fight everybody keeps talking about. Maybe that's going to come off. I don't know what the hell is going on with G. I imagine he's going to end up probably with the zone or ESPN plus I don't I don't really see where else he can go I mean where's he gonna go they're talking about maybe two or three years left for him to fight that's probably pushing it for three years but I'm sure he's at least got a year or two and he's gonna want big money fights and if you want big money fights you got to fight against the boss you got to fight the big names in the division and obviously Canelo is the biggest name right now you also have Danny Jacobs who was at the fight he wants a fight with Canelo. He's up for a rematch with Triple G if he can't get the Canelo fight. So that's another possibility for Triple G as well as Canelo. Again, at 160 pounds. Uh, there was talk, of course, about David Lemieux, who was supposed to fight on this card but couldn't make weight. So he was out. So he's having some health issues out here. I don't know really what's all going on with him, but I'm not sure if he's going to be in the picture you know, right away or if he's going to be out for a while, but he's another possibility. So there are fights there with Canelo. Is he going to jump between 60 and 68? I could see them doing that depending on what type of mandatory title defenses they get at 168, what kind of super fights they can put together at 160, depending on if they get G signed or not. So there's a lot of things that we're going to kind of have to wait and see. And I imagine over the course of the first couple months of the new year, we're going to find out a lot, especially when it comes to G. I can't, I can't see them sitting on the sidelines for six months you know, picking and choosing exact the right perfect scenario because he is getting older and he's going to need to get some fights in. And we all know he's at the tail end of his career. It's not like he's at the beginning or even the middle. So he may as well just pick somebody, go with them and try to make the best fights, make the best money and then right off into the sunset. Canelo's only 28 years old. It's amazing. He's got 51 wins. He's only 28 years old. So he should theoretically have a long time left in the sport. And Danny Jacobs is talking about he's at the tail end of his career. So for the foreseeable future, they're building things around Canelo, as you can see with that big deal that he signed with DAZN. So he's going to be the guy that dictates the promoters and the networks are going to work everything around him 
So he's in a really powerful position right now as far as what he wants to do. Does he want to defend titles at 160? Does he want to defend his title at 168? Does he want to unify titles at 60? Does he want to unify titles at 68? Does he just want to make super fights regardless if they're champions or not? I mean, there's a lot on the table here for Canelo. And so he's definitely going to be having a lot of options here. Just personally speaking, I'd like to see him fight at 160 as far as the weight goes. Again, he came in basically at the limit. I think he was a, a pound or three quarters of a pound under 168. And we spoke about that heading into the fight as well, that I wanted him to come in lighter. But it didn't matter because he only went three rounds. I would have been interested to see how he fared, you know, around six, seven, eight, nine, ten, carrying that much weight if Rocky was able to give him a little more resistance and make him work a little harder during the fight. That would have been interesting to see, and it would have actually been better for capping for future fights if he continues to jump back and forth or even fight at 168. You would have been able to see a little bit more about his cardio, you know, his defense, how he held up just physically overall, you know, in 10, 11, 12 round fight at 168 pounds. But I think we're going to see him. I think we're going to see him go back to 60. I think there's there's good fights there for him. Like I said, I do think we're going to probably see a title defense at 68. I mean, that would make sense to me if you can get the right mandatory. Even if his team is hesitant about him fighting like a guy like Callum Smith, there's still things that go on with the belts and mandatories and the way these rankings are all maneuvered and moved and people just appear and disappear. And so it's not out of the realm of possibility that he gets a couple of 168 title defenses and still doing the 160 thing as well. And I mean, that would be pretty remarkable as far as what's going on with boxing. He'd be defending a title at 68 and then jump back down, defend a title at 60, then go back up, defend a title at 68. I mean, that would be cool. Even though I wouldn't expect the title defenses at 168 to be like the superhuman kind, unless there's something going on with the rankings and he had to do it. And I'm not saying that Canelo wouldn't fight anybody. I think he would. I'm just saying it. If the promoters, the teams, the networks, if they really don't want him at 68, if this really was just, you know, to snatch a title and get a, another title in another weight division, then they're going to be very careful about who they pick for him to defend against if they can. If it's a case where they really don't mind him at 68, they think he's going to be able to fare well there. They'll just, you know, teach him that Mexican style of getting inside because obviously he'll be undersized and guys will be looking to outbox him. So more often than not, he's going to have to come forward like he did tonight. But if they're okay with that, if they think he can do it effectively, if they think his defense and his stamina, his chin, everything's going to be all right and can hold up, then they'll just fight everybody they can at 68 and dip down, I guess, to 60 for future fights, you know, big fights, mega fights, super fights, title unification fights. But overall, I mean, he did what we expected him to do. Everything worked out exactly like Golden Boy wanted, and the zone for that matter. They've got a lot of money behind them. As we said going in, this was a calculated risk. There was risk because new division, Rocky's big. There was some risk. On the surface, when you look at it, there was a risk, but it was a calculated risk, and they got it perfect. So I'm interested to see what Canelo does over 
2019. I think they have the Cinco de Mayo already locked up for him. So I'll be interested to see who he fights. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will sock it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie.